Parenting does not come with a handbook. Whether you are a single mom or a single dad, it is not easy. It can be quite stressful for the parent and the child. Children raised by single parents can be just as happy and mentally healthy as children with two biological parents in the home. Whether a child has one parent or more, children do well when they have a parent that is nurturing, warm, sensitive, responsive, and flexible. Hello listeners, this is Davina. I am the Relationship Guru, and I am the host of the Relationship Guru podcast. It is a podcast for people who want to expand their minds about relationships, all types of relationships. It is a show for people who are looking for spiritual practical, and psychological insights to learn and grow about all types of relationships. Welcome back to another episode. I am excited to bring you another episode of the Relationship Guru podcast. This is a show that was previously recorded. This is a high-charged interview with Kaywanda Lamb. She is an author, a coach, and so much more. This show was previously recorded at PowerPlay Radio Network. So let's jump in to the topic of the winning single mom. Our special guest here, this is Miss Kawanda Lamb. Hey y'all. So she is the winning single mom Um, We are going to take a little deep dive into some things um, in terms of being a single mom. But before we actually get into the conversation, I just want to bring up some of her uh, accolades. And um, (laughs) there she is. So Miss Lamb is an author, speaker, blogger, soon to be podcaster, and the winning single mom. Her journey... um, to being in being a sought oh I can't sought out it. speaker a sought out speaker sorry um, encouraged to single moms everywhere and a transformational coach began when her boys were just two and two years old and two months old so Kawanda had a choice to make like we all do mm-hmm. stay in a relationship that did not honor her or serve her and I added that part that's not on the screen. Um, or raise her boys as a single mom. So she decided to do option B, um, raise her boys as a single mom um, with herself and God. She has done a tremendous job, by the way. I did meet her boys. Um, And she has spent the last 19 years chasing her dreams and raising her baby. Absolutely. So welcome, Miss Lane. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. So we have a good time here on the show. And um, we are actually going to just kind of jump right into some questions. I leaned back, honey. I got comfortable. So, yeah, get comfortable. That's what this show is all about. Just, you know, lean back. And so how did you um, decide that you were a winning single mom? How did she develop? Who is she? How did she um, 
come to be where she is now. <laughs> and she is me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. So what's funny is I've been an educator for the past 13 years, and when I'm in, in class teaching, I'll go into third person, and my students will be like, why? And I'm like, because I can. Yes. And it also, you know, cracks them up and keeps them engaged. Yes. And so I thought that was funny. Like, we're so similar, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> how did I become the winning single mom? Shout out to Tyron Spear, one of my friends who's an amazing businessman and mentor. He actually gave me that name. We were like, okay, I'm a single mom coach. No one gets what that is. This was like three, four years ago. We were up at like two in the morning. You know, he was always helping me with my business and I was encouraging him because okay. uh, he was already making coins, coins, coins. Gotcha. And he was like, nobody wants to lose. Every single mom wants to win. And yes. so that's where the name comes from. Yes. But I'll tell you a little story about me. So thanks for reading yeah. my bio. No I haven't always had um, this joy and this smile. There was a season when I was angry, bitter, a little depressed. Talk about it. And, um, you know, I I remember my boys were like two years old and two months old. Mm -hmm. I was in my kitchen cooking and I was crying and I looked at those beautiful faces and I just said you will never want for anything wow. and if I could pinpoint any moment I tell this story all the time it was there so I was already a single mom of course it wasn't planned I didn't expect to some women choose to be single mothers yes. and hey I love y'all God bless you like that's some courage <laughs> right there right um, but I got pregnant the last year of college my first degree I have about four of them now and I did those other ones with children so wow. I'm the winning single mom because you can't tell me I can't do anything yes. after I went through hell and, and got back up on my feet, built up, you know, with family, friends, support, Absolutely. the good Lord. I said, we're going to have what we're supposed to have. I'm going to do everything I've always wanted to do, and these boys will thrive. And so my youngest is 17, my oldest is 19, and a couple years ago, I remember um, some women were just, they just kept asking me, it was coming out of nowhere, like the woodworks, oh my gosh, your kids are so well behaved, oh this, oh that, and I was like aren't yours and people kept asking me how did I do it so I decided to put it in a book and so the winning single mom is it's all about how do we manage motherhood okay. right how do we make yeah. more money how do we chase our dreams yeah. how do we get to a place where we say I love my life yeah. and so if I could do anything that's what I'm here for you know I just felt like God was saying this is your purpose and here I am six okay. years later blogging writing talking to y'all Man, I mean, how many women could relate to where you started mm -hmm. and um, could even see themselves ending up to where you are? Mm -hmm. um, so, so many. Listen, we're so out here doing many. it, though. We are out here we're doing, doing it. it. We, we, I mean, we do our thing as women, mm -hmm. but... Um, Sometimes mm -hmm. when you see the struggle that's ahead of you, it's discouraging. It wears you down. It it is it is it is heavy on you. And so um, I know a lot of moms that that is encouraging. And I know you had to take baby steps mm -hmm. before you could oh, take yeah. big steps. Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit maybe about those baby steps. I got tickled because I'm like, listen, honey, <laughs> listen, there were baby steps. So um, I got pregnant the last year of college. Gotcha. I was a good girl, guys. Gotcha. Virgin till 21. This was not supposed to happen oh. to me. So I wow. was super upset. Okay. Um, and I remember my grandmother, who was just like everything to me, and my mom, when I told mm -hmm. them I was pregnant, they were like, 
we're about to whip you. Where is the belt? I'm from Louisiana, and they were serious. <laughs> and so I grabbed my belly. I said, you're going to hurt my baby. And that's when they realized I was telling the truth because I wasn't one to, like, joke about something gotcha. like that. And they were mad at me. They were upset. I felt embarrassed and ashamed. But I said to myself, I love God. Yes. I've served him all my life. Mm -hmm. and, and although I fell off the wagon right here, he hasn't left me. So if you See, people like want to leave me, I I'm like going to be all right. I like that. And so I decided, like, I was going to raise this baby. At that time, me and the baby daddy yes. hadn't broken up. Listen, were we ever together? Somebody let me know. I need to know. And so, <laughs> and so um, I had this baby, just knew that we were going to get married. He was going to go pro, you know. Um, oh, wait, pro? Like pro, as in football, okay? okay. And these boys All got right. talent, too. These All boys, right. honey, All these right. varsity wrestlers and the football players I got that he didn't have anything to do with. Listen, they mama, you know. And so, of course, they got a little skill from him, but he wasn't there. And so uh, they've been able to thrive and do and, you know, um, just and great, you know, in academics because their mama was a teacher and she wasn't playing. And so, okay, their mama being me, you understand? <laughs> but back to, but, but back, yeah, let me, let me take us to the story because I can talk. So Go the ahead. point is I wanted to give you this background about there were other women Okay, yeah, yeah. and here I am. I'm a virgin. Like I gave you everything. Yeah. I've, I've been this great mom. I yeah. was working. I had graduated before him. I had my own place, own car, all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm over here thinking I'm building towards something. I'm not building toward anything. Wow. So when you said women who were in that place, I get it. When you're like, okay, I got pie on my face. Okay, I look like Boo Boo the fool. But let yeah. me tell you something, girl. Yeah. Walk through it. Yes. Walk through people yes. talking about you. Walk through the feelings. Go through your healing process and resolve to win so when I looked at it and I stood back from it it took me about two or three years to quit you know the fighting the arguing the wanting him to do more and all that and I just said I give up like what am I fighting for if I yeah. got him what would I have? What would you have? I would have a hoe. Do I want to have a hoe? No, I do not. No, Listen, let me make room. <laughs> let me make room. God bless me. Some people see it as rejection, but he blessed me to go into a different direction. Like, I was like, I have this whole new life ahead of me. So, I don't know if you know this, but I, I'm a Spanish teacher yes, by trade, right? I saw right? that. I didn't know that. Entonces, yo hablo español, ya? Yeah? Yes. And <laughs> I was about to keep going. <laughs> let me get back into English. And so, um, I went. I went back to school. I was a business and Spanish major. I went back to school when I finally came to my senses. My boys were one and four. And I talked to my daycare provider and I said, I need you to stay up a little bit later so I can do all the things I need to do. And those ladies worked with me. So if you're out there and you're saying, I don't have a support system, I don't know how to do this, I can't do this, listen. Start asking, start looking, just start thinking ahead. Yes. Like, what do I want for my life? Yes. People will come and support you. And I finished that second degree in like a year and a half. Wow. Don't tell me what determination won't do. That's true. So, Davina, yes. the baby steps were going through the process, trying to make something work. In my book, I say I was trying to take an American mess and turn it into the American dream. I'm so thankful that it stayed the mess it was because the life I have now what I've been able to do honey I've been to Peru Mexico Dominican Republic yes. climbed Machu Picchu I mean yes. I'm going to Bali next year with kids with kids I went to Costa Rica when they were five and three my support system I started building it yes so you want to know how to thrive? I put it in the book for you, all of that. We're going to get to your book. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. So, so 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm done. But it's okay. like it was Jesus. It okay. was family. And when family wasn't there, it was me saying, I might be crying today, but one day these tears are going to dry up. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Be clear. Ooh. Be clear. I, I mean, you said so many nuggets in there that um, I could sprout from. Yes. However, we're going to we're gonna circle back around to some of those nuggets because um, I, I, I really want people to, to get it. Because not only could this apply to just single moms mm -hmm. but anyone who is willing to go after their dreams that may have had some setbacks mm -hmm. and some bumps in the road and some hiccups along the way so you did say a lot with a little <laughs> so we're gonna keep rolling on so i'll give you some bite-sized nuggets okay, davina's trying to say no davina's trying to say i talk too much no, i get no, it i get it i no, get it not at all not at all so i'm just messing why with do you, you how, why do you feel like it's important to share your story why do you feel it's important to to have um the support the things that you do the services that you mm -hmm. have for single moms well like i said when i was younger people kept asking me like how do you do it and i would look at them like what do you mean how do you not do it mm -hmm. you know my married friends were coming to me for advice all the time my single friends and i was just like i have kids why do y'all keep asking me for help, you know? And it was because I've, I'm objective, you yeah. know, and I try to put things, I'm a teacher, so I try to put things in practical steps so that people can actually, you know, take action. Excellent. And so I realized also that God has given me some discernment, even though I didn't discern that fool that I had, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. He, he heightened it a little bit later. And so I can kind of see into people's situations and listen and, you know, like answers are always ticking. So I'm one of those people, when you tell me what your problem is, I'm coming up with solutions. And so when I look at um, single moms, I just, I don't want anybody to feel the way I felt. I mean, I went through hell. I'm not, I'm not, I, I know I'm smiling now, but I remember I was just crying. I would like put on that great face at work though, honey. Oh, I didn't miss a beat at work. Gotcha. Oh, I was on it. But when I would get home, I was just like, why me? Right. Why is this happening right. to why me? Happening to um, and one day those tears stopped. One day they stopped. It was, it was just like, this is why I'm saying you got to go through the process. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Talk about um, a time that you really struggled um, and what tools did you use to make it through? Hmm. Listen, Linda. Um, <laughs> so I was working for Chase on Finance. I tell this story all the time. And I was part-time with them um, out, of, okay. out of college. Okay. And I was a business manager major, had Spanish, and my goal was to work my way up with them okay. and get into their Spanish-speaking department. Okay. Right? So I was trying to do the bilingual thing, everything, right? Gotcha. Level up. I wanted to be AVP or something. I didn't care what it was. I just wanted to get it. And so what happened is I went back to school to get my Spanish degree and Chase mm -hmm. paid for it. So as all of that was happening, everything in me that I originally wanted started changing. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm sharing this because when you see that you want something and you start moving towards it just a little bit, the way will open up. Yeah. It does. And, it does. you know, when you talk about how to get something, how to, you know, chase your dreams, how to, you know, even apply it to single people or married people, you know, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. 
Girl, I started Ooh, asking. I say that all the time. I, I started asking. I just, I, I start, I stopped being so negative yes. and saying this dude, that dude, these women, that, you know. Yes. And I started saying, God, what do you, what do you have me here for? What do you want me to do? And um, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I just, you I are. feel like that was leading me to talk about purpose. Yeah. How we've got to, you know, get outside of our situations and we've got to start saying, okay, what's left for me? Yeah. What do I have left? Yeah. And so, going in that direction changed my life it brought me and my boys out here which took me out of that messy situation and gave us newness space peace new friends new situations and praise the lord more coins <laughs> more, more coins, coins. More let's coins. snap <laughs> um, i i always see those um type of situations mm -hmm. when you struggle um, my, my dad used to say, you can eat an elephant, but you just got to do it one bite at a time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I, I, I live my personal life as well as just breaking things down in pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to do this first and mm -hmm. prioritizing mm -hmm. and focusing. When I get that done, then that'll be a bridge mm -hmm. to that. You don't always, you're right, you don't always know how you're going to get from one bridge mm -hmm. to the other. But usually as you start building then another door opens up and another avenue It was the asking. It, it does. It was the that God, works. what is next? And and God. he gave me the idea of go back and get your Spanish. Go yes. back and finish that. Turn it into a full-fledged yes. degree. Honey, them people were paying for everything back then. Um, but I will tell you about financial struggle. So that was my next question. <laughs> when, I had the, when I had my first son, I was part-time. Okay. And um, I had saved up all this money. I was living in a $200 a month apartment, one bedroom. It was my apartment out of college. You know, back in the day, 20 oh, years ago, we had some good rent, right? Yeah, I was like, where was that? Listen, where was that? Small town, West Monroe, Louisiana. Shout out. <laughs> and um, I was so lucky because it was me and two cousins. It was a fourplex. So three okay. girl cousins. We all had a one bedroom apartment. We were living the life. And then it was this random guy who looked out for us. So we had this little, we had it going on. And so, um, but here I am with two babies in a one-bedroom apartment. And, um, well, when it was just the one. And so I had saved up all this money, and my kid's dad is a big dude, okay? My children were big children until they started, you know, doing sports and stuff. And this little baby was drinking up $400 worth of milk every month. And the WIC people told me I couldn't get WIC. I said, what you mean I can't get WIC? Look how much money I make. And they were like, you make $23 more. Over the limit. I was like, come on now. I looked at the wig lady. I said, listen, lady, listen, $400. I'm spending $400 to feed this baby. And the, and the dad wasn't working at the time. So a, a, a lot of my bills began mm -hmm. to get behind. So I called my grandmother and she said, because she had already told me, she said, if you pay your bills, you, your bills. you can have anything you want. Ooh. And she said, when you get to a point in your life, if you can't pay people, don't hide from mm -hmm. them. She said, call them up and make arrangements. And mm. that's what I did. I called all my little creditors. Girl, them people worked with me. Mm. And when I got back up on my feet, I paid them folks off. And um, I will tell you that it, I didn't pay all the debt off right then. But when I moved to Texas, I moved to more money. I negotiated um, an increase in my pay. I negotiated a relocation Ooh. package. I don't want the people where I used to work to know that because, you know, the superintendent was like, don't tell nobody. But, you know, it's been a little while. So yeah, I can tell y'all. Listen, y'all better learn how to negotiate. You learn, and you I do that all the time. Listen. Listen. 
And so um, when I moved to Texas, making more money than I was, my living expenses increased a little bit, but it was still a little small city out here in Texas. Yeah. And I was really into Dave Ramsey. I was really into Ooh, the like debt uh, snowball method. And me and one yeah. of my cousins, she wanted to buy a house. That was our goal. Like I wanted yeah. to buy a rental yeah. property and all this stuff. And uh, we just decided that we were going we were going to sacrifice. We still live, we still enjoy, but we were going to look at our money and give it a home. So when you talk about people who you know may have some kind of struggle even now I challenge women I'm like I need you to look and see where your money is going yeah. and um, man yeah. I'm telling you 10 credit cards we pay I paid off 10 credit cards using that method and I actually share those techniques with women now so you know if you're going through and you got more bills than money I get it but yeah. stop spending stop spending stop spending so much and Try to live above your means and start you know sometimes payday comes and I and I did this before too honey like we just like oh I'm going to happy hour I'm going to this I'm going to that we're just splurging and spending before we ever do our budget yeah. a lot of people think budget is a bad word it's yeah. a good word especially when you have children it is an excellent word when huh. you don't have children everybody <laughs> needs to live by a budget and your budget everybody isn't a prison your budget not. just tells you where your money's Ooh, going a budget is actually freedom to me girl because the more I live on the budget, mm -hmm. the more money I have. Let me show you something. I have a spreadsheet. Um, and I call it the single mom success bundle because you get the spreadsheet and a whole bunch gotcha. of other things. But this cash flow spreadsheet shows you how to put your money everywhere. If you want to say vacation, if you want to yes. say savings. Yes. And because I use that debt snowball method, mm -hmm. whenever I paid off this, say it was my smallest credit card. Now I'm no longer paying the $25 minimum or the 200 I was putting on it. I could take the 220 and put it on the next bill. Yes. Listen, let me tell you something. Exactly. While y'all young, while y'all young and got energy, pay this debt off. <laughs> pay this debt off. Yes. Exactly. Hmm. So you can enjoy your life. And and people don't realize even five dollars more. Girl, to principal, hallelujah. To principal will yeah. knock things down. Um, it will. It makes a tremendous difference. I mean, sometimes I've I've taken the extra five or ten dollars and mm -hmm. paid that thing. Um, down and I've had I had a, a, a very small apartment at one time and I started having happy I miss hour those days. at my, at my <laughs> place shut <laughs> up I did. Listen. I was like okay everybody bring a bottle of wine <laughs> and you bring this I got the music and I got the electricity it's <laughs> interesting that you say that because yes. I love to entertain right and I was always the house where you know I, I love to cook and I would have yes. my friends over even on my birthday yes. I would be the one cooking because you know I'm picky about food and I want good food and then I said to myself I said why am I doing this why am I spending this money inviting these folks when y'all gonna invite me celebrate me why am I celebrating y'all I love y'all but listen some of y'all you know y'all yeah. little, oh, little users out here and so but if you start looking at what we spend when we go out like why is a bottle of champagne $150 when it's 25 at the store not the store at the store at the store so because you want to look good in front of your friends yeah. right yeah start making better choices yes definitely <sighs> and um you know another little tidbit since we on there we're gonna take a break <laughs> If I'm going to go out, I have at least one drink. At oh, you pregame at the house. You pregame at the house. I pregame. Okay, so I speak at churches. I love the Lord. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen, saints. Okay, I need y'all to keep inviting me. I would love to speak to your women's ministry. <laughs> 
but yes from time to time i will partake yes. i went to the dominican republic this summer when y'all was talking about don't go there okay had an amazing time and brought back some rum i had the, like the big big one for uh, some friends oh for gifts God. and then i had the little mini ones for me yes. and as i walked through the airport the stewardesses were like you didn't bring me none so you just gonna do me like this i was like y'all got to go and get your own listen and so um i know you got to take a break no. but i'm cracking up because you know, Jesus made the best wine. He did. He made the best wine. Yes. And y'all ain't going to tell me I can't have a mojito. I'm sorry. Yes. Listen. So. <laughs> Davina, I told you we would have a good time. <laughs> you know. So what are you thinking so far? She is such a delight to have a chat with, right? So I just wanted to jump in here really quickly before we continue the conversation. Um, as an update, I have mentioned that I am writing a book. I had taken a break for a few months, but now I'm back writing again, and the details are coming soon. So stay tuned for the deets. Remember to follow me on the socials. But for now, let's get back into this conversation with Kaywanda Lamb, the winning single mom. Kaywanda Lamb, the hey, winning. Hey y'all. Um, I like to to air quote that. So <laughs> so we've been talking about a little bit of everything, like financing, uh, finances, mm -hmm. um, just some things that you struggled with. So if you're just tuning in, you can always go back and look at the show, see what you missed. It's not too late to invite family, friends, anybody that you know that is interested in this topic. Um, it's a great topic, even if you're not interested and you my friend, watch anyway. So, we are now going to move to Miss Lamb's um, whole website and services. I was so impressed with it. I was like, oh, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> um, so, she has a website, and I'm going to let you um, talk about all of your website, your services, the things that you have going on, your book. We're going to pull it up um, here on the screen, and then um, you can talk about what you see and what's up there. Well, well thank you for having me, first okay. of all, Davina. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey. So I'm Kay Wanda Lamb, the winning single mom, and you can find me at kaywandalamb.com. Thank you for the kudos on the website. That was um, the work of Jay Stone, who's a master brand coach. I worked with her last year. So I also, at one time, wanted to level up my website, and I went through and I worked with her. And so she helped to really capture my messaging and what I wanted to say to people. Um, so my hope is that when you come to kwandalam.com that you're inspired, you're invigorated, and you look around and you look to see what's available to help you level up. What do you need next? And so my tagline, which is really what I'm all about, is I help single mothers who want to manage motherhood, make more money, and win at life. So managing motherhood can be parenting discipline. It could also be figuring out self-care and time for yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things I do is I host my own brunches mm -hmm. called Brunch and Love. Honey, you know, we were talking earlier yeah. about partaking of beverages. So brunch is, is my favorite. Is brunch and Love? Brunch and Love is a relationship soiree. I typically invite um, relationship coaches that are known around the world, the okay. U.S., and all that good stuff. Typically, they're really good friends of mine, but okay. I also know them and bring okay. them on. Um, because I am very particular about who speaks to my audience. Like, I am that mama bear, um, and I really always want to give great quality. And so Brunch and Love is like this fancy day out. Um, I obviously coach and speak, 
And uh, the first one I did was back in 2017. Um, it was in Plano, it was at the Nilo, and I had Derek Jackson, who's super famous, and the women love him because he's fine, but uh, he dropped some nuggets, and I had two other gentlemen that are a little lesser known, and they just blew everybody out the water. It was amazing. So I had an all-male panel in me, okay. and it's only for single moms. And then the next one I did in D.C. with a good friend of mine. His name is Paul Carrick Brunson. Shout out, PCB. He actually had a television show on ABC, okay. um, which was all dedicated to helping single mothers find love. And I was his chief ambassador for that. Mm -hmm. So I helped like a group of 300 people kind of, you know, support the show. Okay. And so um, he came on for my D.C. event, and he spoke and just, you know, really shared because he's a matchmaker. Um, and then we had some other folks uh, come on, like Troy Spry. Shout out to you guys if you're watching on um, on Facebook. Troy Spry. We had um, um, G. Saunders, who also works for Paul Carrick Brunson's agency. It was just amazing, like a bunch of other people. So that was a mixed panel. And so when I had the brunch last year, I wanted to have an all-female panel. Wow. So if you notice, like, you can't ever, like, put your finger on what is Kay Wanda going to do yes. next. I like to switch it up. Yeah. Um, and I also want my audience to constantly get new information or new perspectives. Yeah. And each time the brunches were amazing. It's always a, a great day out. Shout out to Curls, mm -hmm. um, who sponsored us uh, last gotcha. year. And, um, you know, just Mahisha, if you know who she is, the owner of Curls. I've, I've You've heard I'm of her? I'm familiar with her, yeah. She, um, is a, she was a former single mom. Okay. And I saw her at a brunch a couple years ago and, you know, just hit it off. And I was like, listen, I was doing a series on my blog called The Successful Single Mom. Everything I talk about is success and winning, right? And so I reached out to her and she was, I was like, can I interview you? Mm -hmm. And she was like, absolutely. And so I share this because a lot of people are like, how do I get to work with folks? How do I get yeah. somebody who's out here doing it to connect with me? And you just really got to, one, be consistent, show who you are. Like, that's a, a photo of my um, Plano brunch. Um, the women who showed up, you know, some of those folks are my friends. Others are women I had never met. Some of those women coached with me, worked with me. Um, and it was, it was a day of tears. Like, I did not expect women to cry. Just the, the breakthrough that they got from hearing from men and from me just showing them how to love again because that's what it's about right mm -hmm. so anyway i'm sharing all of that over the last two years simply to say that um, one of the things i love talking about is us getting into better relationships Absolutely. you know we we owe it to ourselves and to our kids we do we do we do um i want to talk a little bit about do you have any upcoming events I do not. Okay. Now, let me tell y'all why. <laughs> so <laughs> I went full throttle for like two years, hardcore. And I was like, this year I took a whole break. Okay. I just took a break. No but you need to get on my list at kwandalam.com. Go there. You'll see a little download button. It'll send you a nice little freebie from me. And that'll let you know when I am doing things next year because I'm coming back stronger. I'll be doing a, a full day conference and lots of great things coming up in 2020, but right now there are no dates because I'm still planning and I'm working with sponsors and partners because I want to roll it out all together. Um, but what I was doing with, you are on my email list? What I was doing with Brunch and Love is we did 
uh, Plano, which was, you know, we could say Dallas. Yes. Um, and then we did D.C., okay. right? And then we did Dallas again. Okay. And I, I wanted to do ATL and mm -hmm. Houston. I want to go all over the U.S. with these brunch soirees. Um, and women would message me, and they'd be like, bring it to my city. And I just want to say something to you. If, if somebody's doing something that you know will bless your spirit, I need us to be willing to travel. Yeah. I need us to be willing to, to stop asking, mm -hmm. hey, make it accommodate me. You know, okay. you need to go. Sometimes we got to go to get our breakthrough. We do. Right? And so um, I know that's a church word, but sometimes you got to go to get to your next level. Mm -hmm. um, next week I'm going to Miami. I was scrolling I through. Miami. I was scrolling. Listen, love, love Miami. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw that Mahisha, who, you know, owner of Curls, mm -hmm. Um, we're not like girls or nothing, you know, I don't know her like that, but I love this woman, right, for the fact that she supported me. This woman sent me full-size products, okay? Mm -hmm. Just bless my spirit, bless the women in attendance. They loved it. Um, and, you know, just anything I asked for, right? Awesome. And so I appreciate her. And so I saw that she was hosting this event in uh, Miami, and I was like, let me hold up, look, look, yep, let me, let me sign up for this. <laughs> and, and then how do I get in? So everybody else who knew about it had already gotten there, tickets had already gotten their airfare and all this stuff and and i'm last minute you know i'm on priceline shout out priceline okay for the plug and coming through and clutch and i'm simply saying i within a week and a half am going to this because guess what i believe my next level is in that room you understand what i'm saying i'm gonna learn something if you, if you and i'm gonna bring it back and share it with y'all so stop sitting back and saying i'm a single mom i can't do it i'm a single mom i got two kids Wanda just told you she went to school three times Wanda just told you she's done everything she wants to do with kids and now mine are almost grown yes. so i don't want to see none of y'all waiting oh, i don't got i don't got a little upset now davina <laughs> i don't want to see nobody waiting until their kids turn 18 talking about i'm a way to live yeah i need you to no, live now you need to live now now that is very true now um, yeah i'm with you i did my my journey and your and your journey is similar Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of my listeners know my journey, but our journeys are similar because mm -hmm. I have three girls mm -hmm. instead of two boys. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I was I was married for a long time, so a little bit different, mm -hmm. but a lot of similarity. So, talk about your books. Ooh, ooh. Well, the first book again was because everybody kept saying, <laughs> "How do you do it all?" Well, and what I realized is what you were saying earlier about yes. the prioritization, right? Yes. Prioritizing, yes. getting is. organized. It and, is. you know, I sat down and I said, okay, if I had to tell somebody how I got to the space of peace and love in my mm -hmm. life after oh, all oh. those years of arguing back and forth, like finding out, we had to find out where this dude lived, okay? I had to use some illegal ways and some connections to find out where this man lived. <laughs> I won't tell it, okay? to bust up at his house and be like here go your kids because you, you know because you know i'm trying everything i'm yeah. trying everything and i was like this is not me i'm not this woman i'm not this woman yeah. i did that one time and i was like this isn't me this is too much energy i don't want to do this oh and um and so after all of that how did i get to my healing place so i sat down and i said the steps that a woman needs to follow if she wants to if she really wants to do it anyway what does do it anyway mean if she really wants to go after those dreams create the life she loves this says do it anyway the single mom's guide to living life and achieving her goals how yeah. do you do how it do you do first it? step heal second step find your purpose third i call it finding your why third step find your tribe right then you got to learn how to connect with your kids then you got to get focused yeah. right you got to get organized mm -hmm. and so um you keep on going all the way down to these 12 steps one of the steps is 
chasing your dreams while waiting for Boaz. See, some of y'all just trying to get Boaz, and you're not doing no chasing or no dreams. And let me tell y'all something. Ain't nobody out here waiting on people who not doing nothing. Like, no dude says, hey, I've, I've, like, built my career. I made all this money. I'm looking good. I'm fabulous. I look like Boris Kojo and Idris <laughs> Elba. Let me go get somebody who ain't doing nothing. Nobody. Right. Nobody. nobody wants nobody. Right. So Everybody let's level up that's something to, the to the table. That's and right. so you mm-hmm. need to be working on you. So chasing your dreams while waiting for Boaz is one of the chapters, girl, because we got, you know, had to get love in there somewhere. Yes. Um, but I really, I really want women to know, like, it's possible. So the first book is like the Get Your Whole Entire Life Together Guide. I'm talking about white women, black women, Asian women, Japan, Canada, Mexico, um, the UK. This book has been all over the world. Top 100 on Amazon when it debuted. And I realized that like if you are really trying to get uh, a handle on single parenting and you can't afford to coach with me, you can't afford any of that, this is a great place to start. And then I had to give it to Jesus, okay. even though we talked about rum earlier. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got Davina cutting up. You know, I, people say, how did you do it? And I was like, you know what? It A was, lot of rum? <laughs> no, how did you really get to this part? And I was like, you know what? It was my faith. It was my faith. It was me. Sa- it was seriously. It was my faith. It was me and Jesus. It was me talking to him. And it was me pushing through. It was him saying, you got to push through. And he sent me people. Mm-hmm. He sent me folks to encourage me. Mm-hmm. He sent me coworkers. He sent me people who understood. He sent me folks who I never would have thought would have helped me. And so when I sat down and thought about, like, all the challenges I had, the struggle, the, you know, the depression, the everything, the good things, the bad things, I wrote a 31-day devotional. Okay. And it's not like the kind you see when it's just like a random story and scripture. It's stuff you go through as a single mom and scripture. And this one's called Parent Thrive Win. And I love this title that I gave it, a 31-day devotional for courageous single moms who know God, who know God has called them to be more. Like, I want you to read my books and, like, get your whole life. I want you to shout. Yes. I want you to shout. So... Where can they get your books? Tell <laughs> us where people can find you, how to get in contact with you, mm-hmm. all of that. This is your total shout-out. Go. KWandaLam.com slash shop. Go okay. get it. That's where your books are. On Amazon as On well. Yes, Amazon ma'am. That's a wrap. Well. That's it. Two well, places. Don't, don't say that because, you know, I have. Oh, you say that's a wrap? No, I just say I have Amazon Prime, and um. <laughs> you will have them tomorrow. Listen, listen, listen. I was going to give oh these gosh. to you to give oh, to moms who call in or people you think you want to bless yeah. for Christmas. Like, yeah, I brought yeah. you two gifts. I brought you two gifts. I'll sign them for you and everything oh, if you want to give them to some I listeners. Do. Yeah, so I, I'm telling you, change your life. Give away a book to a listener. First listener that calls in, 972-863-8860. If you are in Dallas Metroplex area, even if you're not in the Dallas Metroplex area and you call in right now, um, I will be willing to mail that book to you. So call in. We got questions. I know we have some email questions because I saw them. So they're coming up pretty soon. Um, as a matter of fact, I think we should have our first email question coming up um, now. I know I saw some email questions there on the on the prompter, so we're going to jump right into an email question um, and let Miss Lamb answer the email question. So, 
Sherry, who's 33, from Dallas, she says, how do I handle nosy questions from people? I get asked questions from strangers like, do you get child support? Are you worried about your kids growing up without a father? Why didn't you stay with their father? How do I handle those questions? Oh, hey, Sherry. Thanks for sending your email question in. I am so sad that you're getting those questions. First of all, that's none of their business. Second of all, if you feel like answering it, you can. And third of all, I like to give people the side eye. So I, again, veteran teacher, I have perfected the side eye. I have perfected the stare. I have perfected the look. You know, single mom, almost 20 years, and I'm just like, really? So this face is like, okay, what else are you going to say to me? Because I don't feel like answering that question. But I will tell you, um, I had to get over, when I talk about getting over the shame, I had to get over it. And I want you as well to don't let other people put their ideas of what being a mother should be. Okay? First of all, God woke you up this morning. You're doing an amazing job with your babies, honey. You're doing better than some people that are married. Listen, Davina over here would testify. Must not have been all that great, okay? Must not have been all that great. So I used to sit back and say, oh, she's in a relationship. She has it better than me. Oh, this one's married, and at least you have your husband. They have it better than me. Then all those people were coming to ask me how to do life, okay? So just know within yourself that you are enough, and you are amazing, and you don't owe anybody an explanation about your life. And so get comfortable being able to say, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, look at them and just be like, I'm sorry. That makes me uncomfortable. That's going to shock them. Social media has made a lot of people very bold, yes. and they come up and ask all kind of crazy questions. But fun fact, many single mothers are six-figure earners. A lo like statistics show that we are killing it in corporate America. We're holding those management positions. Why? Because we are driven. Right, we were already great, amazing women before, and life just happened to happen to us. Whether you got divorced, whether someone left, whether you yes. decided to do it on your own, whether somebody passed away. Yes. There are lots of reasons why people become single moms. So, girl, just know that you are doing it. You don't have yes. to answer family, friends. And, you know, if it's family and friends and people saying that to yeah. you, just finally tell them, hey, you know what, that hurt my feelings. I used to be the biggest pushover, Davina. I know y'all can't believe that right now. I, I was super naive and sweet, and I thought that to be a Christian, I needed to be that way. But God didn't tell me, okay, to let people walk all over me. And so after years of doing that, I finally started speaking up for myself. And I told some of my cousins, I said, you know, when you say that or do that, that hurts my feelings. And I want you to know I've never done anything like that to you and one of my cousins was like really I said think about how you're saying that to me and how that makes me feel when it's just me and and if I need to run off my resume look at what I've been able to do with my kids yeah okay so so don't come and tell me why are you not married yet mm. or something must be wrong with you mm. no baby let me tell you something I'm single right now and living my entire best life because if I'm going to partner with somebody, you better make my life a whole lot better than it is. Be yeah. very clear. Mm -hmm. So you don't have anything to be ashamed of, and you don't owe anybody any explanations. Mm -hmm. have mercy. All right. I'm so. killing Poe over here, y'all. I hope y'all cracking up as much as I am. Davina's like, So I'm, I'm just messing with her, y'all. So like, you know. I like to cut up, so oh. I should I should have come in more tame. Yeah. I apologize, you know. I am I'm I'm fired up because <laughs> 
you are saying so many things that I've said, but the show is not about me. It is about you. Life happens, right? I love that, what she said. Kaywanda is such a cut up. She is so funny and so personable. Um, and I agree with her. We need to be more forgiving of ourselves for being human. We need to be more forgiving of ourselves when life doesn't work out as planned. So stay tuned for more in our conversation with Kewanda Lamb. Right along with questions. So do you find it hard to get people to appreciate your services? Sometimes, sometimes, but let's talk about that. Yeah. It, it depends on where a person is. Okay. So for many years, I did so much for free. I coached people yeah. in yeah. my emails, on social media and DMs. I mean, that's why I had to take a break because I, you know, I used to go live like constantly on um, Periscope. People back in the day, no, 15, 16, okay. 17, I was on it. And I just felt like like this was God saying this is where you're supposed to be, and I wanted to serve. And it was. It was him saying this is, this is what I have you here for. You went through those things so you could help somebody. But he did not tell me to wear myself out in the process. Yes. Okay? And sometimes we do that. And so I will tell you um, it's super important, super important to know your why. Super. It is. It is super important. All right, so in your opinion, what is the biggest struggle for single women? And I have a feeling you're going to say dating, which will open up the floodgates. <laughs> I, I think there are three things, right? Okay, go ahead. Um, biggest struggle. It's kind of hard because it's relative, right? Okay. Um, I always say single moms need a man, some money, and some me time, and not in that order. Okay. Okay, sometimes we need the me time. Sometimes we need the money. Sometimes we're ready for the man. And in my book, what I'm recommending us to do is get ourselves together first before we add the man in. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some people who will walk with you, who will come into your life, who will love you. You know, there are some women with great stories like yeah, that. Absolutely. But I do not want you out here desperate and hungry for, like, the man is the plan. Like, he's going to come in yeah. and save me. He is not you the know, main plan. Yeah, listen, he's nobody the, wants to feel like that. compliment. Yes. And so um, I will tell you that. Sometimes the struggle is dating, yes. um, when women feel like they've gotten to their healing place, um, and they're like, okay, there are no prospects out here. But mm -hmm. I tell you there are no prospects because you haven't really gotten to the place where mm -hmm. you own who you are and your worth, and you're looking to attract somebody who wants that. Yes. See, everybody sees Idris, everybody sees Boris Kojo, and who else is sexy out there these days, right? And you're like, that's what I want. And sometimes the person that's for you, that's gonna really love you and support you. He may not, he may not look like that. I did an experiment uh, a few years, ooh, more than a few years ago. I dated a guy for about three years okay. and he was shorter than me. And I was gonna marry this dude. I was gonna marry this dude and I have a height problem. I'm almost six feet tall. So I have a thing, my men need to be tall. I need you to have a little meat on your bones. But I dated a dude who was skinnier than me which was a challenge, y'all understand, and shorter. and shorter than me, like an inch or two. And I did that because out of all the guys that I was dating at the time, dating, not sleeping with, dating, because I don't believe in giving up cookies, free cookies, you know, no and, I'm getting, mm -mm, mm -mm, and I'm not getting them back. Okay, <laughs> listen, what I'm, what, you said I'm doing all this work. I heard the caveat. I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all this work. Listen, my husband going to be blessed and highly favored, you know, pent-up hostility. But uh, let's, let's keep it PG. Let's keep it PG. And so um, I dated this guy, um, 
And I did that because I said I recognize in him the things that I've been saying I wanted, mm -hmm. but I'm about to reject it because it didn't come in the package that I wanted it to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then he got a little big head and started, you know, trying to be controlling. And I was like, to the curb, you go back into the sea. Wow. Um, but what that taught me is what I teach women. I teach them to look at what they really want mm. and to wait on it and mm. to demand it. You see what I'm saying? We're not out here demanding. We're saying, oh, he asked me for my number. Here you go. Okay. Oh, I have kids. He's willing to date me. Okay. No, thank you. No settling. We don't settle. You got to be so in love with you. You got to be so in love with you that people are like, oh, I'll, I would like to get to know her. I want to be in her presence. And, and just because he's like, I would like some cookies today, you know, that's, that's cold, you yeah, understand, okay. in case the children are watching, me, doesn't mean you got to say, here you go. You yeah, understand? That's, that's true. Now, I understand some of y'all like to eat, so go on and have your cookies and ice cream, but make sure it's, it's with a person that's worth it. You understand? Make I sure do, it's with a person that's worth I it. Do, you do, I mean, it is... <laughs> My oldest child is, is out there, so you but know I gotta. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> my, I brought my, my oldest with me. I gotta are speak in code. A little bit older, and um, I don't have to talk in code so mm -hmm. much anymore. But I do talk to them about them and their their partners oh, and, and their sex life. I like it. And it makes them a little uncomfortable. But I'm not ready, Davina. Yeah, I do. I'm not ready. I do because it's a, it's super important. Mm -hmm. It is important, it's super especially important. with with girls. Yeah. And our esteem and our esteem should not be found in whether a man likes us, loves us, or when a man leaves us. Yes. And uh, I had I think we all have that season when we become single moms. Like, what's wrong with me? What happened? Yes. This or that. Yes. And I had to quickly come up out of that thing. Yes. Oh, I had to quickly come up out of that thing because I was like, hold up, hold up. Yes. Look at what I got left, yes. Jesus. Look yes. at what I got left. Now yes. somebody is gonna love this. Yes. Well, and you have to know yeah. your own words. No, you were. No, you were. Anyway, sorry, we got another. Davina, you be Davina, you be switching on me so <laughs> quick. I didn't even finish answering like two questions ago when I wanted to, but that's fine. Let's let's so do this next. We email. have another email question from Miss Barbara, and we're gonna bring that up. Uh oh. It says, um, I am a single parent, my mom was a single parent, and my grandmother was a single parent. How do I break this generational curse? Ooh, Miss Barbara, my mom was a single mom, and I love my mama. My mama's a sweet little mm -hmm. short lady. And I, again, told y'all, like, I was a little sweet little girl, um, you know, that's in my mind, right? <laughs> and it was a virgin until I was 21, and all the dudes on campus knew. Like, she a virgin, I mess with her, she ain't trying to give them no cookies, right? But somebody was brave enough to try to knock down this tree, right? So when I became a single mother, I was, I was just so crushed because I did not want to be a single mother. I saw what happened to my mom. She was a single mom of five kids. So she had me by my dad, and she had four by another guy. If she doesn't mind, wow. tell, mind me telling her story. Wow. And so sweet woman, beautiful. Like my mama was the most beautiful lady in, in the town. That's, I mean, this is the way the folks tell the stories, right? Um, and I won't say any more because she might not like me saying that, but she was... Uh, you know, I think the goal was to marry well, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, I saw her struggle. I saw, you know, we live with my grandparents. I love you, Mama. Thank you for being so amazing. Um, but, you know, I did not want to be a single mom, and that was part of my story. And so when it happened to me, I, I asked God, why? Why? My mom's a single mom. How did I become a single mom? I was doing everything so that this wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, do everything in college. I wanted to 
you know, build my career. I wanted to get married when I was 30 and then have the big house and the white picket fence and the 3.5 kids. Why did this happen to me now? It happened to me now because God understood that I could, I could handle it. Yes. Now, let me say that to you, Barbara. God understood that you could handle it. So we've got to stop letting society tell us that we're used goods, we're broken, something's wrong with us because grandmama, mama, you, single parent, how do you stop the cycle? Well, now that you are, you know, aware um, that these things can happen, um, you want to talk to your daughters about, like, okay, this was the thing that I wasn't paying attention to and this is how this happened to me, you know? And then you also want to say, and if you end up becoming a single mom, so what? I'm going to help you, we're going to support you, and you're going to thrive. There are plenty of people who are single moms today who get married tomorrow, be clear. But I refuse to let some label define me. I am an amazing woman. Barbara, I believe you're amazing too. So I don't want you walking around saying, well, I'm just a single mom. What else you got? What other labels do you have? Because there's got to be more to us than just our parenting status. I love those boys out there, and they know it, right? Um, and my boys, they, they tell me from time to time, even if they mess up, you know, my oldest, you know, he'll be like, I know I haven't lived up to the standards you have for me, but I want you to know that I'm going to make sure that you never have to work. I'm going to make sure that you this or you that. And I love that he says those things, and I love that I've raised children that honor me and uh, want to take care of me and help me, but if they never get to do it, my joy comes from knowing I didn't give up on them. Somebody else walked away, but I didn't. Yeah. And I raised those boys with every ounce of energy I had. I have put some good human beings into the earth, and I believe you have too, Barbara. So, so you want to break the cycle, great. So then your daughter gets married. Oh, I broke the cycle. Well, what happens if she gets divorced? What happens if her husband dies? So we've got to stop letting people labels, folks looking down on us, yeah. make us think that we're not good enough and we're not worthy. Because the last time I checked, you're alive, I'm alive, that means God is pleased. Yeah. That means he's still got something he wants you to do. And so I'm a single mom with all this energy and feistiness because God needed me to speak to single mothers out there, right? I realize that. And I want you to know, like, your situation, what you've been through, now you can help women who've been married. Yeah and you know who find themselves as single mothers you know we go through these journeys not just for ourselves we go through these journeys to help somebody else mm -hmm. and so i pray i've said something that supports you but you know talk to your daughters if you don't want it to happen to them talk to them and just say this is what i realize like me legit i, I hung out with a dude one night because i wanted to i was staying with my aunt for the summer i was working in college and i was working and I knew she wanted like some me time and have her little boo come over. And one night, cuz, one night, <laughs> hanging out with a dude who I had no intention of giving cookies to. You understand? No intention. I was like, ah, you know, cuz I had been, you know, you can, you know, enjoy some cookies, but I don't want no ice cream. You understand? understand. And so she's, she's getting it. <laughs> I know y'all like, why can't you just say you were, I can't say it. I can't. Okay. I'm Don't such worry. a prude. And so I'm like, my kids are going to watch it. And so, um, yeah. And crack up laughing that I'm telling all the tea. But I kind of do that as well because I don't really want to talk bad about their dad. Yeah. Um, they already know that he's only seen them twice in the last 13 years. Oh, wow. I don't, And I try so hard not to talk bad about him. Yeah. But um, I'm saying this to you, and I know, is he giving a signal like he, wrap it yeah, up? Yeah, we got we to gotta wrap it up. We got to take a break. So, we got to wrap it up, but take a break. What, what was I saying? You haven't seen their dad in 13 years. Don't, they don't haven't talk. Seen their dad in 13 so years. I don't tell yeah. all the story because I do not want them to hate their dad. Right. 
So hold that thought. This is some really juicy stuff, right? I just want to take a moment and pause before we move along to recognize how phenomenal Kewanda is. She is such a delight. So stay tuned to hear more about what she has going on. I'm going to jump right back into the conversation. Um, we had just gotten an email from Barbara who um, is concerned about generational curses with her grandmother, grandmother being single, her mom was a single parent, and now she finds herself as a single parent. And I know Ms. Lamb wanted to kind of wrap that up and um, put a couple of more points on that. So go ahead with that. So I'm super passionate. Um, I was telling Davina that I was like, ah, you know, I just don't want anybody being picked on, and I don't want you walking around feeling like um, you're not worthy, right? And so we covered that. So the next thing I want to tell you is begin to look at what are some similarities that happen in grandmother's life, in mom's life, and that could possibly be happening in daughter's life, right? Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I would say for me, and I'm not blaming this on anybody, but they didn't let me date. Because my mom became a single mom, you know, pregnant at 15, had me at 16, um, they didn't let me date. And I was like, but I'm not her. I don't want to have sex. I know how not to do that. I just, you know, I like a guy at school. Why can't I date him? And so sometimes we shelter our kids and we mm -hmm. keep them from having those experiences. Yeah. And what we do is we tell them, hey, I don't trust you. And so, um, but I kept my virginity till I was 21 and I didn't give it up because I was loose and I was fast and because my mom was a single mom. So stop projecting those things on your daughter. You know, I'm not saying you are, but at the same time, start, you know, being realistic about maybe there are some things that we believe in our family that aren't true or that shouldn't be true, you know? Um, so I've worked in various places teaching and um, different parts of the city. And there are some places where it's normal to have sex when you're young. And let's be clear, they're doing that in, in every area. Well, be clear. They're married at 14 and 15 years Th old in some countries. They're they doing it in every area all around Dallas, mm -hmm. okay, whether it's the suburbs, the inner city, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so within our communities, within our families, we're teaching our daughters certain things whether we know we're teaching it to them or not. So maybe, you know, there wasn't a lot of focus put on, well, you know, keep your legs closed. Or maybe there was too much focus put on it. What are some of those similarities that you're seeing that happen? Um, was she a person who, like I said I was earlier, a pushover who just was like, oh, you know, he's a nice guy, I'll date him. Or, oh, he said do this. Or, oh, he said, let me tell y'all, this dude said condoms. Uh, you know, he didn't feel anything. What? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, hmm, since we did it once and it was good, surely I'm not going to get pregnant like my friends, you know, um, who's, who've been doing it since they were 14, 15, 16. And when it happened, I was like, how am I pregnant? This is about, I've done it a couple times. What's going on? <laughs> and so um, the point to this story is what are we teaching or what are we not teaching? Yeah. And to get in there and have those conversations, trust her, love her, and, and if she happens to become a single mom, let her know that, hey, we already know how to win in this situation, sis. But if you really want for your daughter to um, be married, then start seeking mentorship from people who are, start talking to women who are married. Because let me tell you something, and, I, and then I'm gonna finish this point. The thing I figured out is people who wanted to be married are married. It wasn't high up on my priority list, guys. That's why I'm not married. 
it was not high up on my priority list. Wow. That's why I'm not married. Look at people who got married at 18, 19, 20. Yeah. They were being groomed to be married. They wanted, they wanted to have babies and wanted to do all this stuff. I was like, I want a career because, like, I could wait on all of that, all of it. Oh, it feels good? That's what you're telling me? I can wait. Mm -hmm. Th that was literally, like, how I felt. Yeah. And so um, I hope I've said something that, that helped you, that inspired you, that blessed you. I certainly don't so. want to say that um, that's what you're doing, but I want you to be encouraged that, you know, if she becomes a single mom, it's okay. It's okay. She can still get married. And I pray that she doesn't, right? And so you start saying, this is what we're going to do to make sure you're focused, you're building your life, you're happy with the way you're like, how can I support you, daughter, and make sure that you get the things that you want? And it's possible, right? And, 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 and let her have a say in it because sometimes, like, we already know what we want to do and we know what we don't want to do, you know, and trust her. So I hope they helped. I hope so, too. Barbara, if you're listening, I hope that helped you. We're going to move right along. All right, girl, what we got All next? All right, so what is your why? Why are you passionate about this, and do you ever find it overwhelming? Okay, so I think we hit on this a little bit earlier, okay. but um, just seeing single mothers thrive, period, right? So, you know, when we talk about single mothers, I was hinting at this earlier. We got some who were like I was with the $14,000 a year, moving up yeah. to 19, finally to 26, the end of 40, you know, leveling up every time with my income and education, mm -hmm. trying to push to build to make more on and on and on. And then we have women who are at the six-figure mark, at the, the seven-figure mark, who are single moms. You have different needs along those spectrums. So my why is to see single moms across the world. I'm not talking about just the U.S., across the world. Know that they're worthy. Know that they can raise great babies. And to get after the life that God has given them. So when I talk about my why, it's I'm, I'm passionate about this thing. I want you to know it's not over because you had a baby and I don't want to hear anybody say I can't go to school I can't get a better job I can't chase my dreams for what for why for why, for why? we need to know and so does it sometimes become overwhelming well like I said earlier I you know was doing a lot in many ways and I realized that by doing less I've been able to make more impact and so I'm showing up in fewer places but I'm you know, amplifying that message. Okay. I now, um, instead of going live multiple days, I show up on Facebook, 7 o'clock on Sunday nights, Central Time, under my The Winning Single Mom page, and I do something called Mom Chat, and that's my free office hours for you to come join me, ask your questions. Ooh. I usually do topics, and, um, and then, you know, come and chime in with me, bring your beverage, bring your snack, put the kids to bed, or mm -hmm. let them do what they're doing. And it's called Mom Chat because I want us to have that conversation. And as you can see, your girl can't talk, okay? <laughs> and so if, if you're not on, I'm going to talk. I'm going to have my little, you know, show, and then I'm going to put it on YouTube for other folks to watch it later. Okay. And so um, I'm passionate about this because, again, I was in a season where I had lost myself and I didn't feel like I was winning. And it took me about two or three years to really come up out of that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I will never do that to myself again. Yeah. And I want you, if you're there, not to waste and not to take three years. I want you to come up and be like, let me get to this living. Let me get to this life. Absolutely. Um, so do, is it ever overwhelming? Again, by the way. Is it ever overwhelming? Yeah. Is it ever overwhelming? I'm sorry. I thought, <laughs> go ahead. I love Davina. <laughs> I love Davina. She gonna, she gonna <laughs> rein me in. She gonna bring me in. All right, so yes, sometimes. Um, okay. When I hear people's stories and some of the things women have gone through when I'm coaching them and mm -hmm. all of that is, is heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, but I know that God took me through what I went through 
to be able to make that connection with them. So again, I am Kwanda Lamb, the winning single mom, and you can find me at kwandalamb.com. I help you manage motherhood, make more money, and win at life. My books are available on my website and also on Amazon. I'm going to order some for some people that I know. By the way, we have two books to give away to the first two callers that will call in. So we have Do It Anyway, which is the latest book, correct? This is the first book. The this first is book. the this is the baby <laughs> okay. that changed it all. Okay. And, and this then, is the one that has women writing me saying, Oh my God, this book changed my life. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I am so thankful that you have those books available. Thank you. This is your second baby. And this is my second baby. And I call them babies because no, it was a birthing process. It, it was is. a birthing process, y'all. Um, and one of the things I do from time to time is help people write their books because it was it was like my whole insides were like turning out because I was like, should I tell everything I went through? How much should I tell? What if my kids read this when they get older? I wanted it to be something that honored me, them, but also helped other people. Now the second book is a devotional. It is amazing and it is 31 days plus I put three extra ones in here. Um, and so if you need to read it every month. Well, no, it's a 31-day devotional, okay. but if you have gotten any of my books, you know that I give bonus content. So this book has the 12 steps to doing it anyway, right? To living your best life, to being able to achieve your goals and dreams as a single mom. But if you keep going through the back, after you get to step 12, I've given you two more chapters because why? I like to give, and I really want to see people break through. She it. said, so 34 days. No, they're bonus. <laughs> they're bonus. And, um, and this book is like space to like write your vision. Yeah, because open I think that up and let our viewers see that. It's like a journal in there so where, where you can do some journaling as well and reflection. Absolutely. And, and all of that. I don't so. want people to read books and just be like, oh, that made me feel good. Yeah. I want you to go through it and do the work, right? Yeah. So that's my yeah. whole motto. Yeah. You've got to so, do your work. you, you got to do your work in healing. And I'm, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Can you see that? Can y'all see yeah. that? Okay, so it's always like... The word of God, right? Go back. If we go, if we go back to the other screen, yeah, go ahead. So it's always like God's word, and then it's a specific scenario that happens to most of us in single parenting. So if you're like, you don't want to read day one, day ten, or day fifteen is speaking to you, turn to day fifteen. Like, look at the list. So can I just kind of tell them some of the things that are in here, Absolutely. real quick? Yes, ma'am. All right. So one of the things that I love that I did when I wrote this devotional is I said I want to think about 31 issues that we have. Mm. And so one of the things, and then connect it with God's word. So one of them I wrote, His grace is sufficient. Because let me tell you something. When I was tired, exhausted, running on fumes, and had to go to work, and this man's women were working in the same building as me, coming down by my desk and taunting me, and I had to keep that straight face Ooh, so I could earn that check lot. and that's feed those lot. babies. His grace is sufficient. There's one that says, waiting for love, but not waiting to live. Listen, Linda, waiting for love, but not waiting to live. There's one that says, be the change you desire. There's one that says, faithing it. There's one that says, in the valley, and it's okay. So I just wanted to just kind of share, like, I wrote this devotional different from the ones I've seen. Yeah. So I do research to see what's out there, and okay. I want to write what's missing. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Davina, yeah. it's life-giving. Oh, my God.
Get more exposure for your brand or business here and on all of my social media platforms. You will be exposed to over 5,000 listeners. Contact me at 972-532-1744 or email me at connect at the relationshipguru.org for more details on how to get your business or your brand noticed. So next question, what is the greatest human quality in your opinion? Oh, wow. I would say kindness. So one of the things that I do when I'm dating a guy mm. and like dudes, y'all need to be on your like toes. Like what do we call it? We say be on your P's and Q's. Thank you. That's what I needed. Okay. Toes. It's not toes. Did I have a margarita earlier or something? I don't know. But P's and Q's, toes, all of it. They need to be on. Yes, them. yes, yes. Okay, you get it. Davina gets me. <laughs> and so what I would say is when I'm dating a guy, I'm paying attention to how he treats people. Absolutely. And um, if you can't give a homeless dude $5, if you can't, you know, tip the waitress, if you're complaining and if you're mm-hmm. mean to people who can't do anything for you, I'm already in my head like this ain't it, Jesus, this yes. ain't it. You're telling me this ain't it, huh? So I think kindness, um, because we're all going through something. We are. You know, and that's what I meant earlier when I said I had to tell, like, a family member, like, why do you say those kind of things to me? I never. So I'm always thinking about people. I'm thinking about the people I care about. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about my coworkers. I'm thinking ahead. And I treat people how I want to be treated, but everybody doesn't do that. So I think kindness is our greatest human quality. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes people are in such a place and they haven't done their work Mm -hmm. so all of the things that are on the inside of them they're taking it out on you Mm. so yeah that is um a whole nother show Mm -hmm. but nonetheless i think we have another email question and this email question is from brenda hi brenda brenda is from fort worth brenda says i have three children with two different men I am no longer with either of the fathers of my children. I want to get married, but how do I keep from making poor choices in men? Oh, Brenda. Well, first, um, Brenda, only Brenda. Brenda, you need to DM me, and I will give you my 15-page ebook called The Love Plan. Ooh. It's amazing, and it's, it's what I was talking about earlier. What I had to do is figure out how not to attract the same kind of dude like my kid's dad and other people like him. Because let me tell you something. Baby, my thing is tall, dark, handsome with some meat on your bone, a good 6'2", 220, 180 to 220, honey, just right. You understand? I understand. You understand? <laughs> and, and I was like, why do I like this kind of guy? You know, and I'm not saying that I won't, I won't you know, that right. Boaz won't be 6'2", 180. I you know come through country fed but I am saying that I needed to look beyond the physical and that's when I started challenging myself to say what kind of person is he you know does he have the same values do we have more than just chemistry Mm -hmm. right would I be proud to have this man on my arm do I truly believe that when this man is not with me he is on his best behavior because he honors me the same as I'm honoring him let me tell you something when I see I could if I'm dating somebody I could see the most handsome man in the world and I'm like this how you doing sir (laughs) not because I'm afraid that I'm gonna do something because I'm not because That's remember, I, I don't have hoish tendencies, right? But I'm being respectful to him, to his woman, whatever, how you doing? And I'm not giving him any cues yes. to, to come hither yes. because I want to honor the dude that I'm dating. And so I yes. say to you that you have to decide what it is you truly want. Mm. And you have to stick to your guns. 
And when something fine and sexy that is not good for you comes by, you have to be able to say, but that's not what I said I wanted. I believe that God is going to give me the desires of my heart, which my desires are just reflecting God's desires for me when we get into that place, when we get into our healed place and our place where we're saying, I want what you want. I want the best that you have for me. So when people say, why are you not married yet? And why are you this? And why are you that? And let me tell you something. No one is sitting up saying you have three kids by two different dudes. Men marry women every day. You know what a man wants? He wants a good woman. And a man that has matured and has some sense and understands what a good woman will bring to his life is not worried about how many children you have. And so you want to attract somebody anyway who loves you and who loves your kids. And that takes time. That takes time. That takes you dating, and that takes you going out on a few dates. And when you feel yourself attracted and you feel yourself saying, oh, I I like this person. I want to, like, shut off dating these other two guys I was talking to because I think this is the one. Sit down and write down what are those qualities you like about him. If it's just that he's fine, got a good job, we need more than that because that doesn't build a life. Yeah, it does not build a life. It doesn't build a life. so email me misery email me sis email me <laughs> all right Brenda, um, out there. let me talking? tell her to dm me at kwanda lamb okay um i'm kwanda lamb everywhere you can hit me up on instagram you can hit me up on facebook hit me in the dm and i and and give me your email address and i will hook you up who was it brenda from fort worth brenda from fort worth brenda from fort worth i will hook you up girl all right all right we're going to switch gears just a little bit and talk about the business aspect and mm-hmm. how to, um, for those women who are looking to go to the next level, mm-hmm. maybe want to start their own business, how do you brand yourself and what message do you want to get across? How did you determine what message you wanted to get across? So I keep saying purpose and I keep saying God told me, and I'm telling y'all, like for real, I could not sleep. Um, until I wrote this book. It took me a year and a half, and I would wake up every day. I was blogging in 2013. I just started blogging out the blue. Like, I had never wanted to do a blog. And then just in my spirit, it was like, start a blog and and talk to single parents. And so the blog was first called Single Parenting is Hard, and then I changed it to the Do It Anyway blog, which is Mm -hmm. why everything I do is do it anyway, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, first it was passion, and it was just sharing with single moms. And then in my spirit, it was, now I want to turn this into a business. And so I began to search. So I'm, I'm telling you to look and see what's out there. I'm telling you to listen to the, the voice inside of you that's calling you to do more. Yeah. The thing in you that says, hey, I want to start a business. Hey, you know, what would it be? And so I started a business based on my skills. I happen to be an educator. I happen to be a master's holding educator. I'm a certified principal. I'm a very, I'm a smart woman. Can I say, can I say it like that without, you know, without y'all thinking, right? And I'm not smart because I, listen, word, and it's not because I've been to school a million times, it's because I like to learn. I've always loved learning. I am a bookworm and I absorb, but I also like to take what I have learned and put it out into practical steps for people. And I've done that, I realize I've done that my whole life. I've realized that people have been asking me for help, choosing me to be the leader all my life, right? And so what I would say to you is look to see what people are always asking you to do for them, Mm. and then to look to see what your skills are. Y'all thought I was just talking. Nope, I'm going somewhere. So remember when I went back to school to get a Spanish degree? Mm -hmm. All my family was like, you already got a business degree. Why do you need a Spanish degree? Like, this is small town Louisiana. They were just like, what is this Spanish Spanish? for what? But I loved it, right? And so I had French in high school, 
had Latin in high school. I excelled in those things. And of course, they were like, what? You did what? You did what? And so I love languages. I love people. I love to laugh. I love to talk. I love to travel. All those things. I was poor in Louisiana, and I knew one day I wouldn't be poor. I was poor in Louisiana, had never been on a plane. I knew one day I'd be on one. You understand? So what's calling you forward? What's calling you forth? And so I looked Mm. at my skills. I was teaching Spanish by day. Um, to high school students and people were asking me to teach them Spanish so you know what I did I started teaching people Spanish I used my skills that I already had to supplement my income as a single mom Mm -hmm. and so then I was like well you know people keep asking me like how am I how my boys so well behaved Mm -hmm. how am I able to you know go to college full-time grad school full-time teach full-time and raise my boys to be so well behaved. And I was like, don't you? Like, it's time management, it's focus, it's something I want to do, so I just do it. But I realized that I had to help people learn how to organize their lives. So I do that in a lot of my teaching. So I'm sharing this with you because you have got to sit down and say, what are people asking me to do? What am I good at? And what would I like to do to earn more money? What would make you happy? See, a lot of us go into things about, well, I'm passionate about it, but passion doesn't always pay. Because I had to go back and talk to God. I said, Jesus, listen, I love you. Now, I know you told me to talk to these single moms, but people want me to get them their whole life, yes. and they do not want to pay me they for coaching. Not. That's okay. And and so I was just like, I ain't coaching nobody. Then I, Y'all going to get this live? I'm not coaching anybody. Because um, I had to then say, I am worthy enough. Because it seems like it's so simple. Doesn't it seem like it's so simple? I'm just talking. That seems so simple. But this talking I'm doing has come from me living. I went through sheer and utter hell. And because I made it through it, I can teach somebody else how to make it through it. You understand? So we like to devalue something if it seems so easy. But what I'm telling you is sheer, total, utter transformation. People have been able to have. When I say every event I've had, women are in there crying. Crying because an epiphany has come, because a release has happened, because somebody has spoken something in, into them, in somebody the else has, yeah. and they realize, I can do this. I'll never forget, when I was in D.C., this lady came to my event. She drove nine hours from Florida to D.C. I had never met her, didn't even know her. She saw one of her friends post the event, okay. and she connected with me, came up to D.C., drove nine hours. To this day, we're still cool. <laughs> she did a total 180 in her life. She broke down crying. Mm. Of course, I I still, you know, will just help everybody. I'm still encouraging, talking, sharing, coaching folks. And she has become a top chef. She was already an executive chef. She's become a top chef. Mm. It's not because of me, but that was the impetus of where she is right now. And um, she, you know, went through that um, brunch with me and those other folks that were there realized that she could still find love, that that she was a mom of three kids, she Mm -hmm. could still do her dream that she wanted to do for her business, and that it wasn't crazy. And she has become like the top chef to athletes in Florida for this particular um, football team, and is branching out and doing so many amazing things. Shout out Chef Nina, love you girl. And it's amazing to see her do that, but all of that happened because something in her wanted to, like I said earlier, go to an event that she knew was going to bless her. Wow. And so you you guys who want to build a business, start looking at what folks want you to do, what you like doing, how can you combine those skills, and then start getting hungry to go out to some of these networking events, to go and learn from people who are doing it. I offer business coaching to single moms because I get 
that we have the busy lives and we have the having healed from the herd and we have this the all this stuff going on um and i do that because i want to see us thrive it's all about us thriving can i share one other thing real quick because i know your show goes till in about 10 minutes but real quick i went to a networking event that the ncaa sponsored two years ago I met Fran Harris, who played in the WNBA, okay. and um, she she's a commentator now. And I ended up working with Fran. Fran is awesome, okay. but she had she um, did a mastermind kind of situation after this NCAA brunch. But what's funny is that brunch was advertised on Eventbrite. It was free mm-hmm. for Black women entrepreneurs in Dallas, Texas, and it was half empty. Oh, wow. Dee in the morning was there. A lady from Ebony was there. Uh, lots of other. It was this big. It was two years ago, and I went with one of my friends at the Lorenzo Hotel here in Dallas, and I was so mad. I was like, How dare you guys not show? up for this how dare black women free beautiful amazing brunch wonderful networking and then so I told you the room was half full so Fran got up to talk about her part that she was going to do which wasn't a part of the brunch Mm -hmm. but it was added on and it was just this free experience I'm going somewhere with this y'all hang on and uh, she said but if this isn't for you you can leave now half of that half got up and left long story short I won a $1,000 pitch contest Okay, she did a pitch contest. She talked about her program, and we were able to pitch on the spot. And let me tell you something, y'all see how I got this product right here with me, you understand? So be clear, I have my product with me. Everybody in there who got up to do the pitch, they didn't have their product with them. They, you know, I didn't think I was gonna win. Well, you hold up, yeah, yeah. You, you know I was Whatever. like, I'm close, I'm close. But I won because I knew my product, I knew my audience, and I was passionate, and Fran was like, you win a thousand dollars when I tell you I was putting the brunches on and she sent me 500 first and she sent me the other 500 and she would check in with me to see what I was doing so the whole point is go to these things whether they're free or whether they cost you money get up get out and live live there are people who are doing to help you yes there is I do I make I meet people all the time I network we met we met because I walked up to you yes at an event where I was a vendor. You were? I was a vendor. It was um, Be, uh, Be Live with Demi Austin Thomas, who yes, I love. Shout Arlington. out to Demi yes. in Arlington. Yes. She's amazing. She's yes. a parenting coach. Oh, I didn't know and that. And she is all, she's all across the U.S. I didn't know She's that. constantly on know. the news and um, just an amazing, beautiful woman. But what I love about her also is she's an amazing woman of God. Okay. And Demi will speak into you, honey. Yes. Okay. We're going to um, go to a couple of more questions. Okay. Okay. I'm going to okay. rapid fire some questions to you. Um, and then we're going to do what we call hot on the spot. Okay. Questions. All right. They're impromptu questions. Okay. So what area of your business that you're most proud of? Hmm. That's a hard question, guys. Oh, that's a hard question. I think it would be just being able to work with women and seeing their transformation. Okay. Um, What should someone expect when they contact you through the website? Well, I'm going to reach out to you or my assistant will reach reach out to you, and we're going to get you set up on my acuity so that Mm -hmm. we can have a call. Now, there's also a button on there for you to schedule a call, so you can just go ahead and do that Mm -hmm. if you want to talk to me. It's a discovery call, and it's free. And those calls are for us to see how we can work together, like what product services I have that will help you level up and get to your next level. Um, Let's talk a little bit about single mom instincts and what have you learned. Mm, You got to follow your first mom. My grandmother told me that. and second. 
I didn't follow my first line <laughs> going to that boy's room in college, okay? Mm. Okay? Mm. But follow your first mind. And mm. you know what? I got two amazing boys. They're so beautiful. And I love those little fellas. And uh, they, there's some they big are. stinks. I met, I met them. There's some big stinks now, and sometimes they don't always do what I want. But I'm a mama from Louisiana, and I give them that look, <laughs> and they straighten right on up. <laughs> all right, all right. Who inspires you the most and why? My grandmother, Teresa Lamb, passed away in 2003, and I am the woman that I am because of her. Okay. Um, you know, I, I can't, of course I could say my babies and my boys. Everybody says that, but the person who has had the greatest impact on me is that woman. When okay. you hear this wisdom that comes out of my mouth, it is Teresa. Ah. She taught me how to, how to trust Jesus, and she taught me how to love the Lord. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, if you could give 30, approximately 30 second advice on why relationships matter, what would that be? I know 30 seconds is a little <laughs> bit hard for you. Listen, oh, you're with, clowning, you're clowning I'm me now? She clowning me. Relationships, are, relationships matter because God made us to be in relationship and every last one of us has a longing inside of us to love, to give love and to be loved. And I want you to know that you are worthy and you desire, what you desire is good. And so don't settle. So relationships matter mm. so that we can be the best that we can be and that we can help somebody be the best that they can be. Like I help my children. Davina has helped me with her relationship with me tonight. We had some fun. <laughs> Hopefully that helped you. And we, we keep the cycle going. Yes, so um, just yeah. know that you're yes. worthy. Yeah. Just always know that every person that you encounter, you leave an impression on them, even if it's just for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. I only got to chat with her for a few minutes, um, but I kept her information. And I knew when I first met her that that was somebody that I wanted to reach out to and wanted to connect with further. So make those good impressions, be those good impressions, and then um, your life will be so much more richer. Amen. All right. I know we have some hot on the spot questions. So All right. We're going to go right into those. Are these like people yep. calling in? Okay. If you if you were a car, what would you be and why? A Tesla, honey. A Tesla, <laughs> honey. Listen. <laughs> Listen, electric and gas or all electric. Which one you want? Okay. So. A Tesla. Mm -hmm. I think I would be um, like a 1964 Mustang. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Classic, classy. classy. Yeah. You got some power under I the love hood. it. I love it. And yeah. Yeah. I'm not a car person. Like I drive a Honda. I used to drive Maximas and Nissans and all that. And my car, I need a whole husband so he can wash my car. Listen, if you applying and you don't wash cars, don't apply. Don't apply. <laughs> If you about to take the car to listen, the car one, listen, listen, or you can pay the people to come and or whatever, but yeah, listen, that's yeah. one of the things I require from hubby. Yeah, you need to I, make I, sure I, my vehicle is yeah, taken care of. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I like that one. Next hot on the spot question. <laughs> Which song reminds you of an ex and why? I am a big... Um, I'm a big Brian McKnight fan, so any of his songs, which I just super love, remind me of exes. But I don't have like that old melancholy, because if I'm done with you, like I'm done, you know. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, you know, I disconnect. My disconnect switch is quick. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's a wrap. 
But hmm. um, what would that song be for me? So many Luther songs bring back yeah. um, memories mm-hmm. too. So um, oh, Whitney songs, Whitney songs. Like I will always love you. I will tell you, my high school crush. Okay. I think of that song whenever I hear it okay. because. Um, you know, I remember my cousins embarrassing me mm-hmm. about the fact that I had a crush on this dude in college. Yeah. And I was like, well, he was the cutest black dude in school. So, yeah. Whitney Houston, I will always love you <sighs> since since you keep going. I don't, yeah, I don't, I can't. Female, in terms of female, um, I don't have one really female. Maybe Jill Scott a little bit. But grits, scrambled eggs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now that one, yes. One brother did come yes, to mind. Yes. yes. I had to leave him. I had to leave him in the middle of the night. Jesus was like, "This is not it." I said, "Lord, but why can't you make him it, Lord?" Yes. Mm. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Why can't you make him it? I understand. I get you. I he's get he's you. still out here cutting up, and I'm I like, I'm glad I passed. I get, I get you. <laughs> All right, last hot on the spot question. If you were sent to live on a space station for three months and only allowed to bring three personal items with you, what would they be? Um, hmm, does the radio work in space? Because I need my tunes. Yeah. Um, hmm, I, I, listen, I could do without the phone. I'll take okay. the radio for some good tunes. Um, I would also love to have a really, really, really good book. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid of heights, so y'all ain't going to get me in space. I just want y'all to know this. <laughs> but chocolate would be the third Ooh. thing. That's my favorite food. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Um, I could do close to that. Mm-hmm. I do need my phone, and I can put music on my phone. Mm-hmm. So if I know I'm going to be gone for three months, I will do that. Um, the second item I would probably read, a book that I could read over and over, would be the Bible. Mm-hmm. I could read the Bible. And then... Um, trail mix that includes chocolate. Okay, I'm with you on that with the popcorn. <laughs> yes. 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 M&M's. Okay. All of that. Yes, so yes. yeah, I could do all of that. So, that is it for our show today. So- That's my time for now. Until next time, remember sweet relationships refresh the soul. Be the sugar in someone's life. Life is too sweet to be bitter. Make your relationships matter. People may not always tell you how they feel about you, but they will always show you. So pay attention. Drop in next time for another insightful episode from The Relationship Guru. Thank you for listening today. And I'd like to leave you with this thought about being a single parent. Being a single parent is not a life full of struggles. It's a journey for the strong. Peace and love and more peace and love, beautiful people. Ciao for now.